Hallelujah. Hello, 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 hello. Good morning out there. Good morning. Praise God. Come on. It's Wednesday morning. What an awesome, awesome day. It's going to be in the Lord. It's Wednesday overflow. Hallelujah. It's the day of overflow. Overflowing, Jesus overflowing into your life, hallelujah, into my life, glory, hallelujah. All right, well, I'm going to wait for a few people here to jump on this morning, and as I do, uh, please let me know you're on here so I can tell you good morning and greet you. Uh, come on, it's an awesome Wednesday morning. Look, we've got the word of God, come on, so we can so we can shout hallelujah because we are in victory. We are in the lane of victory. God before us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Abby, good morning, Abby. Hallelujah. What an Abby. Good to see you on here this morning. Come on. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I'm telling you. It's Wednesday overflow day in your life. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Last night was, was night two at uh, Curtis Town Assembly of God with Pastor Damien. And let me tell you, it, it, I mean, the youth are, I'm telling you, it was off the hook. The youth are amazing. They're getting touched by God. I think the reality is I think I'm getting more touched by God than just watching the kids get touched by God. <laughs> I'm telling you, hallelujah. It's been amazing. Clay Bonner, Bonner, love you, my friend. Clay, love you. Good to see you guys on here this morning. Paul, good to see you on here. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Who else is on here this morning? Let me tell you what, I see some mighty men and women of God on here. It is Wednesday breakthrough. It is your day of breakthrough. It is your day of overflow. Come on, let's be in expectation. Let's rejoice in the Lord in what he's doing. Hallelujah. Who else is on here this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. So this morning, I was thinking as, as uh, before I got on the video, thank you, Jesus, right, that uh, I was going to go through Ephesians, no, excuse me, Philippians chapter four. Patricia, good morning there. Hallelujah. Good to see you on here, Patricia. Come on. Gr Colorado is going to be shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hawaii is going to be shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Glory. Hallelujah. And Kayla, Kayla, good morning. Praying for supernatural strength as I say my farewell to my help. Yes, yes, Kayla. Hallelujah. I just, you know what? I just pray for you right now. I lift you up before the Lord, Kayla, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
I thank you for the strength of heaven coming upon you. I thank you for the fire of heaven coming upon you. Father, we just thank you for Kayla. We thank you for the entire family, Father, and we just pray for a mighty outflow of power and presence in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Over Kayla and the family in Jesus' mighty name. Sherry, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, Sherry, love you and Jeff. Hallelujah. Maya, hey. Good morning, Maya. Hallelujah. Rodney, Maya, give me a high five, Rodney. Hallelujah. Rodney and Maya, powerful couple of the Lord. Come on, Tony White. Hey, Tony, they're in Chicago. My brother from another mother. Good to see you on here. All right. In agreement, Bonner. Hallelujah. Well, you know what? Let me grab my coffee here this morning and let's get into the word. Hallelujah. Tony White Pizza. <laughs> hey, Tony, love you so much, my friend. You're such a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Burning on the inside. Mahalo. Mom says hello, too. She's driving. Well, tell Auntie K. How hello. We love you guys. All right. So listen, this morning, we're going to get into Philippians chapter four, all right? And we're going to be dealing with verses four through seven. This is what just jumped up on my heart this morning before, uh, right as I was getting on. And so uh, if you have your Bibles, let's go there. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that's on here this morning. Lord, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your power. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for a word of encouragement, uplifting, anointed word that will set the captives free, Father. If any be anybody on here is, is captive in any way, I thank you that they will be set free in Jesus' name. And I thank you on this Wednesday, the Wednesday of overflow, more than enough, Father, that you are going to meet every need, that it is the gospel of the good news. Hallelujah. So I thank you every need being met. I thank you for every circumstance working out in the the benefit of every believer here this morning in Jesus name. As we put your word in priority, as we put your presence as priority, as we put you, Jesus, Abba, Father, Holy Ghost, as priority in our lives, I thank you. We can expect, hallelujah, a walking with you and talking with you and you overflowing to us everywhere we go. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. So Philippians chapter four, I'm going to start in, uh, in verse one and I'm going to settle on, but here we go. Okay. It's going to be good. So therefore my beloved and long for brethren, hallelujah. Therefore I'm talking to you, my joy and crown. So stand fast in the Lord, beloved. Hey, did you hear that? Stand fast in the Lord, beloved. He's talking to you. Hallelujah. I implore Eodia and I implore Sitchi to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companions, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are written in the book of life. Come on. Whose names are written in the book of life. Verse four. Let me let me let me let me say this really quick. Uh, in 
when Paul was writing this letter, in specifically here in Philippians chapter 4, there was a disagreement in the church, okay? There was a disagreement. There was a, a, a situation happening between these two women in the church that actually caused some uh, upheaval, okay? Let's just put it that way. And Paul is actually addressing them, and he's saying, hey, listen up. Listen, and he calls them out by name. He says, look, these women have labored with me, but they've gotten caught into a situation, okay? They've gotten caught up into something. But listen, he says, listen, these are my fellow workers. Don't look down on them. Don't hold, don't, 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 don't in any way. These are people whose names are written in the book of life. So, and I, and that, and that gives me hope because you know what? We all go through situations and circumstances. We all go through difficulty times. Sometimes we don't get along with certain people or different things are happening. Come on. But look, our names are written in the book of life. God has a purpose and plan, not only for this one, but for me. He's got a purpose and plan for you and I. And that purpose and plan is going to be carried out. And I love how Paul addresses it. So here's how Paul addresses it, okay? After he talks, he says, hey, I recognize there's some issues going on in the church between these two people. Come on. Rose, good morning. But here's how Paul addresses it. He says in verse four, he says, listen, I'm going to address this and here's the way I'm going to address it. Rejoice always. Whoa. See, when you're busy rejoicing, you're not busy criticizing. My God, I'm talking to somebody today. Hallelujah. See, when you're busy rejoicing in the Lord, when you're busy keeping your eyes on Jesus, when you're busy keeping your eyes on the lane and the things that he's called you to do, you can rejoice. Come on. He says rejoice always, even when things don't line up, even when things look difficult, even when things seem like this, that, and the other. He says rejoice. Good morning. Hallelujah, Kim. Good morning, Rose, if I didn't tell you good morning. He says rejoice always. Why? Because rejoicing's gonna take you out of the attitude of criticizing another or seeing their shortcomings or, or this, that, or the other. Come on, you can't get angry when you're over there rejoicing. Think about it. He says rejoice always in the Lord. He doesn't say if your circumstances are right, if everybody's doing right, if the kids are acting right, if the bills are all paid. No, he says rejoice rejoice always in the Lord. Hallelujah. And then again, he says, rejoice. So he gives it a double. He taught, he says it twice. Rejoice always in the Lord and rejoice. And I say, ready? My God. So what does that look like? Yes. If we keep gospeling, we won't have time to God. Amen. Come on, Maya. Hallelujah. Yomi, good morning, my brother. So listen, so when you're, exactly, when you're rejoicing, you're looking at him. You're saying, God, I don't need it. Oh, I don't count it all joy. I don't need the situation to line up. See, that's what I love about rejoicing. That's what I love about what Paul is saying here. He's saying, look, the things don't need to line up for your rejoicing. They don't need to perfectly be in order. Even the individual, maybe you may be having some difficulty, just like Paul is addressing here in the church. Maybe things don't look right. Maybe th people have said things. Maybe things are happening that are out of your control. But listen, he says, 
says rejoice always. And I say rejoice. So what does that look like? God, I don't know why this is happening. God, I don't understand what's going on, but I don't need to understand. The one thing I do know is that you are the head and I and you and you are above and I am not beneath. Hallelujah. The greater is he than me than he that is in the world. And I can rejoice. I can rejoice in the Lord. I can lift my hands in praise even through the difficulty because it's about you. It's about you. Hallelujah. So he says, rejoice in the Lord again. I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness. Now I love this word gentleness because let your yielded spirit. Ready? This word gentleness also means humility. Let your yielded spirit of humility be known, pre-perceived. And I'm going to kind of break this down as we're going, okay? Elizabeth, good morning, good morning. Ready? Let your yielded spirit of humility be known or perceived to understand. Ready? Who? What is that that needs to be known? Let your yielded spirit unto the Lord. See, when you rejoice, it shows that you're yielded unto the Lord, that you're yielded unto what he's saying. And you're not desiring to get your point across. You're desiring to lift up the king. So it's that humility and let it be perceived. Let it be known. Let it be understood to all men. Come on, think about that for a minute. Psalm 107 two says this, let my God, if you have your Bibles, go there really quick. Psalm one. 7-2. Listen to this. I absolutely says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Come on. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So what is he saying? He's saying, say so. Hallelujah. He's saying when you're rejoicing, come on, when you're shouting the praises of your God, hallelujah, and your that is showing your yielded spirit of humility unto the Lord, that all men shall perceive, they'll know that you are, come on, that you're, that you, hallelujah, let them say so. So that you're, I got to slow down here. I need a drink of coffee. I'm getting myself all worked up. Because <laughs> when you get to talking about this, I just get so excited, man. Because why? Because literally people's lives will be transformed and changed, not by our bickering or our right opinion or this or that, but because by our rejoicing, even when things are difficult, even when things look crazy, even when things don't line up, even when people are speaking against us, even when things are this, that, and the other, when people see us rejoicing, they're looking going, why are they rejoicing? What is so different? And what is that? That gives you an opportunity opportunity to say so. That gives you an opportunity to tell of what God has done in your life. Look, I'm not interested in getting involved in the in the in the minor. I'm interested in staying on the major thing. And what is the major thing? That's staying on Jesus. That's staying on him. That's keeping our eyes on him. That he says, "Look unto me, for I'm the author and finisher of your faith." Come on. I am the author and perfecter and finisher of your faith. As you keep 
your eyes on Jesus, as you keep your heart rejoicing in him, no matter the circumstance, the gentleness of your yielded spirit unto the Lord will make a way because that word gentleness is humility. And he says where they are humble, he says for those who humble themselves, God will exalt. For those who are prideful, those who stay in the argument, those who want to get their opinion, their way across. Come on, that's a prideful attitude. And we've got to keep ourselves in the rightful attitude with a yielded spirit under the Lord. And how do we do that? By lifting our hands and rejoicing. Even when people ridicule us, we say, my God, look at our God. Look at Jesus. He's a good, good God. He's a merciful God. He's a gracious God. He's a mighty King. And he takes us through. Hallelujah. I'm not going to rejoice and talk about the situation as I'm rejoicing. I'm just going to keep my eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And as you do, listen here, as you do, you rejoicing and you're keeping your eyes on him and you're rejoicing. It says you will what? You'll make known that men will perceive. They'll understand. Come on. The Lord is at hand. Think about that. Through your rejoicing, listen, through your yieldedness to the Lord, as you rejoice, even when you shouldn't be rejoicing, what are you doing? You're literally allowing men to perceive, to know, and to acknowledge that the Lord is at hand with you. That you're not going to get tied up in the mud, in the situation or the circumstance. You're going to rejoice in your God. Why? Because he is close to you. Why? Because he is for you and not against you. Because you're not going to get tied up into the minor. You're going to keep your eye on the major. The major is Jesus. He's the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Hallelujah. And as you rejoice, all men shall see and know that he is king and Lord over circumstance, over situation. That's why he says in Psalm 107 too, he says, as you rejoice, he says, let all men see and know for the redeemed of the Lord, let them say so. Let them speak out. Let them rejoice. Let them tell of what has happened in their life. Hallelujah. And as they see that in your life, the Lord, they will know, they will perceive, and they will understand, hallelujah, that the Lord is at hand in your life, that he's close to you, that he's right with you. Come on, hallelujah. Whoo, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're rejoicing through circumstances and situations that seem dire to other people that they want to get their opinion across, come on, or they want to put their, what they think in, in, in the front or, or what they need to happen. Your rejoicing will cause them to back up and go, my God, holler that God is at hand. Whew. You talk about a way to still arguments. Come on, think about that. If you've got a strong opinion, 
and somebody else has a strong opinion about something and you're there's a well I think and I think look here let's just rejoice and all of a sudden you're lifting your hands and rejoicing you're lifting your hands in praise come on what are they going to do they're going to sit there and argue with themselves because they're not going to pull you oh hear that they're going to argue with themselves <laughs> Think about that right there. As you're rejoicing, as you're lifting your hands in praise, they're looking at you like, well, wait a minute. I thought we, hey, hold on a second. No, no, no. Let us rejoice. Hey, let us rejoice in Jesus because he is the answer to every circumstance. He is the answer to every situation. He is the answer and has the answer. He is the spirit of wisdom. He is the spirit of life. He is the way maker. He is the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we rejoice, we can know we're entering into him. And as we enter into him, we know we have our petitions and prayers because Romans 8, 31 and 32 says, God before us, who can be against us? You talk about an argument, argument ender, you start rejoicing and what's going to happen? They're going to shut up and they're going to back up and say, well, I, I just, I don't. and you're going to pull them in and they're going to say, I guess the Lord is at hand. <laughs> Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let him say what? My God is able. My God is capable. Hallelujah. Nancy, good morning. Good morning. Yes, we can complain and remain or we can praise and be raised. I like that. That's good. That's a good quote. We can complain and remain or we can praise and be raised. Amen. Hallelujah. So ready? So here we go. So now he says, okay, now he's talking to these people in the church that are having some difficulty, okay? And he's saying, look, rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in the Lord. Let your gentleness and yielded spirit of humility be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Ready? Verse six, be anxious, be anxious. Come on, think about that. Be anxious. Don't be troubled with cares, caring or providing for, seeking to promote oneself. Now think about that. So that's what that word anxious. Be anxious. Don't be troubled. Don't be fearful. Don't worry about what's going to happen. He says, don't worry about promoting your interests or yourself or your opinion in this situation. Don't be troubled with these cares. I know 2 Timothy 1.7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Come on, hallelujah. Matthew 6.33 says it like this. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Come on. So what are we doing? When we lift up the... <clears throat> When we lift up the word, come on, we've not been made, hallelujah, in the likeness, we've been made in the likeness and image of our God, come on, and he's not anxious for anything, come on, he's not worried, he's not, he's not up there worried, so therefore he's saying you don't have anything to worry about, don't be anxious for nothing, listen to that, for nothing, Man, woman, or thing, not even one, right? Not even one. Don't be anxious, fretful, fearful, promoting your interest or cares for nothing. Whew, not even one. <laughs> 
but in everything. Whoo, listen to that. But in everything. Write that in there right now. But in everything, by prayer. Now that word prayer. Hey, good morning, Terry. Good morning, Fronia. Good morning, Lisa. Hallelujah. Good morning, Kay. Hallelujah. Thank you guys for coming on. We love you so much. Listen, be anxious. Don't be fearful. Don't be fretful for nothing. Hallelujah. But in everything, ready? By the means of prayer. Now that word prayer right there in the Greek means this, in worship. Don't be anxious for anything, but in everything, in worship and in praise. Come on. Hallelujah. Think about that for me. You know what? That takes me to Psalm 100 really quick. Let's just run over there. But in everything, listen to that, Psalm 100. That just jumped up in my spirit. Psalm 100 says it like this. Listen to this. Make a joyful shout. Okay, hello, hello. Listen to this. Make a joyful shout to the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Hallelujah. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his merciful, is he is mercy and everlasting. And his truth endures for all generations. Think about that. He says by worship. Don't be anxious, don't be troubled, don't be cast for nothing, but in everything in worship. He says, worship, oh, listen to that, in worship and praise and supplication. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm getting somewhere here today, exactly when I don't worry about anything. I know God always has me. I praise him in every storm. That's it, Terry. That's it. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So ready? So here we go. So as we worship him, he says this. So ready? So we're not, we're not to set our heart on anything that's going to get us fretful, fearful, anxious in any way, right? But in everything by prayer, by worship and supplication. Now listen to this word supplication. This word supplication means declaring and decreeing the word of God. That word supplication. So here it is. Ready? So you're in worship. You're rejoicing in the Lord. You're singing praise unto him. Come on. And then you come with your supplication, which is declaring and decreeing. Ready? The word of God. Hallelujah. Psalms 2-7 says it like this. So I'm going to run there really quick. Psalm 2-7 says it just like this. Hallelujah. Psalm 2-7 says, I will declare the decree, hallelujah, 
of the Lord. He has said to me, you are my son. Hallelujah. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations as the inheritance, as your inheritance. He says, seek ye, hallelujah, my word and my presence and I will make a way for you. My word is a light to your feet and a, uh, my word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Come on. He says, supplication, declaring and decreeing the word of God. Think about that. Declaring and decreeing the word of God. Come on. So here we go. I'm going to play this out for you really quick. Only to this point right here. So I'm going through the difficulty. This is happening. That's happening. Paul's answer is rejoice. So rejoice. So he's actually, when he gets into verse six, he's actually telling you, don't be anxious about the thing that everybody else is caught up into. Don't get anxious with that. As you're rejoicing, let your prayers or your worship go up. And as you are praying and worshiping, come on. He says, now lift up supplications. What is that? Father, I decree and declare your word. Greater are you in me than he that's in the word. See, when you stand on the word of God, when you begin to pray, you're going to see the breakthrough because the word is the foundation of faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So when you declaring the word of God, that word goes forth out of your mouth. And when you're rejoicing, when you're praising and you're not keeping your mind on the thing that's got everybody else tied up, but you're your mind is on the one thing, and that's Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. As you're resting on him, as you're lost in him with rejoicing and worship and praise, he says, now lift up supplications. Now lift up declaring and decreeing the word. Then my God before me, who can be against me? Because his word never returns void, but it goes forth in power. It goes forth in might. Look, when you're rejoicing and you're praising and you're lifting declarations of supplication unto the Lord, you know, because listen, faith begins where the will of God is known. So you're declaring his word, you're declaring his will. So therefore, you know, you have your petition because you know where the will of God is. That's where faith begins. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So faith and the word collide and the answer is forthright coming. Hallelujah. So you're there. Let's say the situation is up and you're you're rejoicing. You're saying, yes, God, hallelujah. I praise you. I know these things are going on, but I choose to keep my eye on you. I choose to keep my eye on you and I worship you and praise you. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are the king of all kings, the Lord of all courts. And I lift my supplication and I decree the declaring of the word. The greater are you that's in me than he that's in the world. I declare your word that no situation, no storm that shall come against me shall be able to overtake me because you are my refuge. You are my hope in the storm. You are my fortress and high tower. Though a thousand may fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, it shall not come near me because my God is fighting in my corner. My God is King and Lord of all. Hallelujah. And then you begin to declare the things of the word of God 
And as you do, what's happening? Faith is rising. Your faith is being lifted. Circumstances are changing. Psalm 103, 7, Psalm 103, verses 20, 21 says this. As the word is spoken, the angels are hearkening unto the word of the, unto the word of the one speaking the word, that that word will be brought forth in your life. Because Psalm, oh wait, excuse me, Isaiah 55, 11 says, my word shall not come back void, but it shall accomplish all that I have sent it to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoo, Shadabaka. See, then he goes on to say, he says, be anxious. Don't be fretful. Don't be worried about anything, but in everything by prayer and worship and declaring and decreeing the word. Now listen to this. With thanksgiving, whoo, come on. With thanksgiving, think about that. With thanksgiving, he says, now look, after you've decreed and declared the word, after you're rejoiced, after your worship, after your declarations, now give thanks. Now begin to lift your hands in thanks. Begin to tell them thank you. Say, Lord, thank you for all you've done. Thank you that you've never left me. Thank you, God, for your word returning. Not return. Thank you that your word never returns void. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He says, thanking him. Let your request then, only then. Now think about this. Think about this. So he says, don't be anxious. Rejoice, rejoice, worship, declare the word, give thanksgiving. And at the end of all of that, he says, now, after all of that, let your request be known to God. See, let me say something. If you're wrapped up in rejoicing, even when the situations are crazy, when you're lap, good morning, hey, Terry, Terry, hallelujah, uh, Rila, good morning, Oscar, hallelujah, <laughs> amen, Psalm 138.7, I stood, that's right, Oscar, I remember that, brother, hey, listen, so, so, so let me, let me say this really quick, so, at the very end of it all, he says, let your request be made known, why does he say it at the end? Because if you're rejoicing and you're rejoicing always, and then you're not anxious or fretful about anything, but you've settled your heart and rested your eye on Jesus, come on, on Abba Father, on the Holy Ghost, come on, and you've worshiped him now, you've lifted his name up, and then you've declared the decree of his word, and now you've given thanksgiving and praise unto him. By the time you get to your request, man, you're like, I, I love you, Jesus. That's my request. <laughs> my request is to know you more, Jesus. My request is my heart is settled on you. Come on. So by the time you get there, come on, now think about this for a second. By the time you get to your request, your heart has already shifted. Your perspective is already shifted to the kingdom and to his desire, and to his will. And now you're submitted unto that. Now think about this, ready? That way the request you're going to be making isn't necessarily for your benefit, but for their benefit. Because it no longer becomes about you, it becomes about him. 
So your request that you would have made in the beginning before your rejoicing, before your worship, before your, before your, uh, before your, before your supplications of declaring the word, come on, and before your thanksgiving would have been much different. Now think about this, would have been much different if it would have been made in the beginning. It would have been more self-concerned than it would have more God-concerned. See, this is the antidote to every situation and circumstance that would arise in your life. That's why Paul gave us this in Philippians chapter 4 when he laid this out. He was specifically addressing some people in the church that were having difficulty, having difficulty getting along. Come on, somebody hear me today. I mean, it doesn't have to necessarily be in the church. You can be in the workplace. You can be in your home. Come on, you can be in your house and have difficulty getting along with people. He says, but look, you shouldn't be focused on that. Rejoice. He says, rejoice always. Come on, even when it doesn't look good. Even when things seem to be going uh, to hell in a handbasket, rejoice. Even when things look completely going to go opposite, you rejoice, rejoice always. Come on. He says always. That doesn't give you an option. To always rejoice means always. Always in the Greek means all the time. Always. Without reservation. Always. Rejoice. Why? Because you're rejoicing through a situation or circumstance, rather than getting involved in it, will show all men that the Lord is at hand in your life. Then he says, now don't be anxious or fretful. Come on, as they're looking at you, making fun of you, he says, but begin to what? Worship your God. Then begin to decree and declare the word. And then with all thanksgiving, come on, he says, once you've given your, your declarations, then give thanksgiving and after you've given that thanksgiving, what does he say? Then let your request be known to God. Come on. Then let it be known. And the moment you do, all of a sudden, what happens? Verse 7. And the peace of God. The peace of God. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Come on. That means all hell can be breaking loose. But if you implement these things, Paul says, if you do things like I'm telling you to do them, everything can be going crazy. But look, the peace of God will grip a hold of your heart that you can't even understand. Look, the world will tell you, no, you need to be this. You need to be that. And they won't understand it because it's beyond understanding understanding. It's beyond comprehension. That peace of God, when it comes into your life and everybody, when you implement these things into your life, that peace grips a hold of you. That peace grabs you. Everything can be going chaotic. Everyone can be going crazy. But when you implement it this way, when you lift your supplications under the Lord, you decree the word of God, you give him thanksgiving and praise and hallelujah. Then you lift up that request under the Lord. He says, then the peace of God, which transcends, meaning you cannot understand how you've got it. The world looks and they don't, they can't grab a hold of it. Come on. But it fills you 
who in the midst of 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 chaos in the midst of look one of the definitions for peace in hebrew is the stiller of chaos the stiller of chaos so that peace of god that transcends all understanding will still all chaos in your heart and in your life. Come on. And it will grab a hold of you. Whoo! It surpasses. It excels. It a superior authority and power and over the top of all understanding. Boom! Listen to this. And it will guard your heart and your mind through by the means of Christ Jesus. Love you, Rila. Blessings. Hallelujah. Heather, good morning. Good morning. Listen, that peace of God, as you implement these things in your life, as you do what Paul says you need to do, that peace of God that stills all chaos, that peace of God, hallelujah, that the world hungers for is gonna permeate you, is gonna fill your heart and your mind. Through Christ Jesus. Now listen, and then Paul goes into this in verse eight. Finally, finally, hey, I want to back up. Wait a minute. I want to back up really quick. And then back to verse seven. Now listen, he will guard your hearts. That word guard right there. Now listen, that peace will guard your heart and mind. Literally that word guard is this. It's a military guard that prevents hostile invasion. The peace of God will guard your heart. That word guard right there, ready, is a military guard guarding your heart and your mind from all prevalent or all present hostile invasions of the enemy around your life. Anything that would try to get you out of peace, look, that peace raises up as a standard because he is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And you have access into that peace through your supplications, through your worship, through your rejoicing, through your thanksgiving. And that peace will guard you like a military guard to prevent all hostile invasion that would get you off course. So he says, I guard you. That peace will guard you. Hallelujah. Your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, hallelujah. Listen to this. Whatever things 
uh, are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Meaning, keep your mind filled with good things. Don't get caught back into the weeds with the bad things. Come on. Keep your eyes and minds on things that are praiseworthy. Keep your thinking on those things that are noble, the things that are just, the things that are pure. Come on. The things that are of good report. Come on. Just like we talked about yesterday, think about the good report. Think about what God's done in your life. Think on the things of heaven and not the things on earth. Think about how good Jesus is. Think about how his blood has washed you and cleansed you. Think about different testimonies of the goodness of God that you've heard. Think on the past victories that you've had. Think on good things. That word good things literally in the scripture means a combination. And it means this, uh, gracious, praiseworthy, fair sounding. Come on, graciousness, praiseworthy and fair sounding. Meditate and fill your thoughts and hearts with these things, not the situation and circumstance, because the moment you get focused on that, what's going to happen? It's going to pull you back out of that peace. Come on. It's going to pull you out of that place where, hallelujah, where you're an overcomer, where you're above and not beneath. Come on. Hallelujah. Because that peace acts as a centurion guard that will guard you from all military invasion against your life. It will send the devil packing every time. It will send those who want to ridicule, who want to judge, it will send them packing. Why? Because your God is lifted up and they know he's at hand because you're not going to get lost in the weeds with everyone else. You're going to keep your eyes on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, somebody. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. But in order to do that, come on, you've got to implement these things that Paul said. He said, you've got to rejoice always. You've got to keep your heart in that place. And look, that doesn't happen overnight. You need to keep in that place where you're constantly, no matter the circumstance, you're saying, no, I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice. You and your husband are fighting or you and your wife are fighting. No, 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 no. I choose to rejoice. I choose to rejoice in the Lord. Come on. Situations are happening at school. This is happening. That's happening. All kinds of things. No, 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 no. I'm going to choose to rejoice. I'm going to choose to worship. I'm going to choose to lift up and decree and declare the word of God with all thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Then if maybe I get to it, I might talk about my prayer to the Lord, but I don't know if I'm going to even get to that because by the time I'm done worshiping him, the time I, by the time I'm done declaring his word, by the time I'm done uh, giving him thanks, my, 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 my request is already finished because that peace of God which guards my heart and mind like a century, like a, like a military guard that keeps me from all invasion of the enemy has already wrapped me up and I'm lost in him. Therefore, hallelujah, I'm not worried about this, that, and the other. I'm just worried about living in Jesus's presence, living in him. And I keep my thoughts and minds meditating on what's good, on what's gracious, on what's good report, whatever is praiseworthy, whatever is virtue, Hallelujah. Come on. And as you do, come on. That peace, that power, and that resonant glory of the Lord will rest 
upon you. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, hey, be encouraged today. Come on. It's the good news of the gospel. Now, for many of you, I've just given you a key that you've already known, but I'm just re-encouraging you. Come on. Hallelujah. That you are in the lane of victory today, that this is your greatest hour right now. Hallelujah. And you are in it. Why? Because you have the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he sent his son to live and die for you and I, that our sins could be forgiven, washed away into the sea of forgetfulness. Let me tell you, hey, I have a question for each and every one of you. Listen, if you're on this broadcast, now please stay tuned in with me right now. Stay tuned in. Maybe you're on this broadcast and, and maybe on the replay even. And you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. Look, everything I've talked about here today, you only have access through Jesus. You only have access to these things as a believer in Christ. But the word says in Romans uh, 10 verse 9, it says, Whomever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You believe in your heart that he was raised on the third day. Come on, you shall be saved. I was a whomever, you're a whomever. And maybe you're on here today and you've never done that. Or maybe you're on here today and hell hit your life like a Mack truck and just knocked you off course. And you're saying today after hearing this, I need to come back to Jesus. Maybe you got caught up in fear. Maybe you got caught up in resentment. Maybe you got caught up in bitterness. Maybe you got caught up in unforgiveness. Maybe you just got super angry at the church or different things that, that had happened and, and got you totally off course and, and you went the other direction. Direction. I want to tell you today, God loves you and cares for you. And he's here to meet you today, to put a rejoicing back in you, to put the peace of God back into you, to put the love of the king back into you, to get your eye focused back on the author and finisher of our faith. And that's Jesus Christ, the one who washes us, cleanses us, redeems us, justifies us. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you today, one prayer fits all. And I want to pray a prayer with you and for you right now. So right now, just say this with me, with all your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me and that you rose again. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger and thirst for the things of God, a holy boldness to preach your gospel. Thank you, Jesus. I am saved. I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. 
All heaven is rejoicing over you right now. That's what the word says. If you said that prayer and you meant it from your heart, you need to know that you are saved, that you are on your way to heaven as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I tell you, you are saved. So remember, don't run from God, but run to God because he has a plan, a great plan, and a wonderful purpose for your life. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Woo! Jesus! <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Hey! <laughs> Man, if you said that prayer, I want to encourage you on the header of this video is an email. Now listen, on that email, it, we want to get free material. Let us know that you said that prayer, and we have free material, no strings attached. Free material we want to get into your hands, amen, into your hands to help you in this walk. And we also want to help you get plugged in to a Bible-believing Holy Ghost on fire church. So, you know, so the discipleship can begin. So listen, connect with us if you said that prayer. We want to see, we want to get free material into your hand and see you get connected with God. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. Woo. Jesus. Hey, man, I was, <laughs> that just gets me fired up right there. Thank you, Jesus. Well, hey guys, I love you guys so much. Each and every one of you. I love you, Heather, Nancy. Come on, Terry. There's so many of you on here today. Rose, I mean, I can't see you, all of you on here. We love you. I see a few of your names on here. Cynthia, hallelujah. Come on. Da robo shere. She already left, but uh, okay. So anyway, guys, I love you. Hey, don't forget. Don't forget. Share. Like and share. Pound that share button. Pound that share button. Amen. Anna. Love you, Anna. Hallelujah. Love you so much. So guys, if there's any prayer requests, I would love to pray with you and for you right now. If anybody, I'll give it a, I'll give it a minute or so. If anybody has any prayer requests, I would love to pray with you. Lisa, love you guys. Bless you. Tell, tell everybody we said hello down there. High five. Love you so much. Hallelujah. Kay, love you. Hallelujah. And TK Howe, love you. Bless you in Jesus' name. Kiela, we just bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Well, I don't see any prayer requests coming up. I'm going to give it, I feel like I just need to give it just, just a little bit more here. Hallelujah. Love you guys so much. You guys are such a blessing. Thank you for jumping on here this morning and being encouraged by the word of God. I need prayer. Wisdom, please. Anna, yes. Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up Anna and I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. For wisdom. Father, your word says we can ask for wisdom, not doubting, but believing that which we ask for, we shall receive. So, Father, I thank you right now for wisdom coming over your daughter right now, Anna, in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that wisdom overflowing her. Thank you for that power overflowing her and leading her and guiding her in perfect wisdom in accordance to your spirit. Hallelujah. With an abundant overflow in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Please pray for Terry. It's good to see you on here, Terry. Hallelujah. Please pray for my children uh, to come to Christ. My heart's desire. Yes, Terry. Absolutely. Father, in Jesus' name. Right now, we just thank you and we lift up, we lift up Terry's children to you. And Father, we just rejoice. <coughs> Come on. We just rejoice. We rejoice over her children. We rejoice for them coming to the Lord. We rejoice, Father, that you are the head and not the, that we are the head and not the tail. We rejoice that your word will not return void, but will fulfill all that you desire over all of her children and anybody else on here in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. And we lift up supplications. We and decree and declare over them that you want, that you are desiring more for them to be saved than we could ever desire. So I thank you, Father, that you're doing things, that you're arranging things, that you're putting people into their path, Father, that are going to speak the truth, that are going to say what needs to be said over their lives. And they will come into impact with your Holy Ghost in a mighty and powerful way in Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Uju, my sister. Hallelujah. Love you so much. Hallelujah. Good to see you on here. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Hallelujah. All right, guys. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I didn't see any other prayers coming up. Hey, remember David, my brother, please continue to pray for my reconciliation with my, yes, Father, I'll just continue with David, Father, and I thank you for an overflow in David's life, an overflow for the reconciliation. You are the God of reconciliation. So I thank you, Father, for reconciling with David, with his children, in Jesus' name. Love you, Uju. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, remember this word. Rejoice always. Rejoice. Come on. With all worship and supplications, decreeing, declaring the word. Remember? With thanksgiving and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your mind and heart in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. Come on, David. Hallelujah. Man, I feel the anointing right now. In Jesus' name. David, I'm telling you, this word, rejoice. Rejoice as if it were done. Begin to declare the word, David, over that situation. But here, declare the word of reconciliation. Declare the word of rejoicing. And rejoice, rejoice as if it were done. Rejoice as if you already had it. And keep that mindset. Come on. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, because you are your promise is that you reconcile all things 
unto yourself. Hallelujah. And he is the God of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Reconciling a lost and dying world, world through his son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Rejoice, rejoice. Hallelujah. All right. Cynthia, love you. Bless you guys. All right. I don't see any more prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for today, Jesus. We thank you for your word going forth in power and might. We thank you, Father, for your love, grace, and mercy right now over each and every person in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, over Darren right now in Jesus' name for a mighty outflow over Darren. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that you make a way every single time in Jesus' name. Chris, love you so much. Terry, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you and praise you. We glorify you and magnify you. Worthy, worthy are you, Lord. Worthy, worthy are you, Lord. Worthy, worthy are you, Lord. Of all praise, of all glory, and all honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. All right, guys, love you so much. Bless you. Have an awesome, awesome Wednesday overflow lane of victory. Come on today. Remember, your rejoicing will always make the way. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Jesus. Oscar, love you. Love you, Oscar. <laughs> David, love you. Hallelujah. Lisa. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> ah, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you. I started talking about that rejoicing. It just gets me going. <laughs> you want to know why I'm laughing? It just says, your rejoicing destroys the activity of the enemy. <laughs> Come on, because rejoicing produces joy. <laughs> Worship produces joy. Praise produces joy, and the joy, hallelujah, joy is your strength, hallelujah. Come on, what are you doing? When you're rejoicing, when you're praising, when you're worshiping, and you're lifting your eyes to the Lord, come on, hallelujah, you're declaring the defeat of the enemy. <laughs> Woo! Hey, hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mary, hello, Mary, love you and bless you there. I believe you're still in New Mexico, right, Mary? Love you and bless you, Mary. Hallelujah. Good to see you on here. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. But always remember this, rejoicing, rejoicing, and worship and praise will lead you into joy. 
And as it leads you into joy, you can lift up supplications. Colorado. Okay, I thought you were uh, I thought you were in New Mexico for a little bit. But yeah, there in Colorado, we bless you, Mary. We bless you, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Hey, so listen. <laughs> it just gets me. Ooh, it gets me stirred up. Listen. Come on. Yeah. Uh, love you guys. Bless you. Have an awesome day today. Blessings in Jesus' name. Remember, God before you. Who can be against you? No one. No one. Love you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, <I> just... <laughs> <laughs>